Welcome to the teaching ministry of Bishop Daniel Harley, the resident pastor of Christ Our Hope Cathedral, Kudumansville, and overseer of the KZN Council of Churches. Bishop Daniel Harley is a son of Bishop Dag Hewitt Miller, the founder and bishop of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. Bishop Daniel Harley has a strong passion for missions and evangelism and has preached the gospel over many years. Join us now for a life-changing experience. Hallelujah. Uh, I want us to pray. That's Reverend David. Is not, not so early. Please come in and encourage me. Your amen is usually anointed. So clap for Reverend Father David. He's a cool guy. Yeah, very nice man of God. Good. I want us to pray just before we receive the word of God. And I want us to pray for the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. I want you to pray and say, Lord, give me your spirit. Luke chapter 11, verse 13, the Bible, Jesus said, if you then being evil know how to give good gifts to your children, how much will your father your heavenly Father, give the Holy Spirit to them that ask him. So as far as God is concerned, the Holy Spirit is a good gift. Do you get it? He's ready to give it to everybody who asks him for it. So I want you, wherever you are, whether you even understand it or not, it's not everything. You don't know how the television works, but you use it. You don't understand the science, but you use it. E is equal to MC squared. You don't even know it to even understand it, but you use it. Do you get it? The same way. You don't know the, what the Holy Spirit is, but it's a good gift. So pray for it wherever you are. Just begin to pray for just a minute or two. Pray, ask God, give me the Holy Spirit. You can even repeat what I'm saying. Lord, give me your spirit. Lord, give me your Holy Spirit. Jesus said you would give good gifts to your children. Give me your spirit. 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 Give me your spirit, Lord. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. As I listen to your word, Lord, give me your spirit. Holy Spirit, speak to me. Speak to me. Speak to me. Speak to explain what the pastor is saying to me in the name of Jesus. Minister, open your mouth. I'm not saying think about it. Say it with your mouth. Say it. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Listen, open your eyes and look at me and listen. Okay? Prayer is not, is meditation is thinking. Prayer is asking. Okay? When Jesus taught them to pray, he taught them in prayer, they are three. He says, everyone ask and you will be given. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door shall be opened unto you. So, in prayer, you do three things. One, you ask. Two, you seek. And three, you knock. It's not thinking. So let's pray. You are thinking it in your head. It's meditation. Nothing will happen to you. You just have a mental exercise. Nothing will happen to you. Open your mouth. You see, it's like we are having a wedding. My dear, come, let's have a wedding. Come. Uh, I need a husband. Uh, pastor, 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 anybody. So, now, in the face each other. In the wedding, there's a place that you are asked to say, to say your vows. Okay? So, sweetie, it's time... Okay, let's start with Reverend. He's experienced. 
I do solemnly declare. I do solemnly declare that I know not of that I know not of any lawful impediment. Any lawful impediment. Why I? Why I, David Okain, may not be joining matrimony to. May not be joining my matrimony to. Spellele, this girl. Spellele, this girl. Yeah. <laughs> why don't you clap for the groom? We are having a wedding. Now it's time for you. Say with me, I do solemn, but think it. Don't say, just think. I do solemnly declare. Do no, solemnly. think it. Actually. Just be thinking. I'm using it to explain something. So, I do solemnly declare that I know not of any lawful impediment. Why? How many of you will be confused? That, ah, what is happening? Maybe she has changed her mind. Is that not so? Let's come back to, 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 to. Mr. David, would that have this woman standing by your side to be your lawful wedded wife, to love, to cherish, and to hold for as long as you both shall live? If you will, say, I will. I certainly will. Wow. Clap for the guy. Now it's your turn. Please give her the mic. Spell this girl. Would thou have this man standing by your side to be your lawful wedded husband, to be a head to you? Will you submit to him? Will you love him for as long as you both shall live? If you will, think I certainly will. How many of you feel that something is wrong? Is that not so? That's how when we say pray, you treat God. So God is waiting for you to pray for him to answer. You are just the... This one, so oh, this person doesn't need the thing. It's because you are thinking it. Oh, God knows my thought. Then no, God wouldn't have asked us to pray. He wants, although you are thinking it, He wants you to say it. How many of you you are in love with a girl? Then you tell the girl, oh, "I really love you." Then she's just they say, "I'm thinking it. Meditating. I'm meditating it. Not even meditating on what you said. I'm meditating my response. You wanted to say it." When it comes to God, we behave like buffoons. We don't want to say anything. We are just quiet. Please, the marriage is dissolved. Okay, please. <laughs> Go back to yours. I want us to pray. <laughs> because she didn't say anything, so it's dissolved. I want us to pray and ask God. for it. Doesn't, you don't need to speak English. I mean, those of you who are Zulus, you are afraid to speak English. Just say it in Zulu. How do you say? Umoya Is that not so? Yeah, ask for the Moya Inwele. Do you get it? Yeah, ask for the Holy Spirit. Lift your voice and say, Lord, give me the Holy Spirit. Yes, give, me your spirit. Give, me your give me your spirit. Lord. Give me your spirit. I want to hear everybody give me speaking. Spirit, oh God. Give me your spirit. Give me your spirit, oh God. As we come before your way, give us your spirit. Give us your spirit. Give us your spirit, oh God. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Give us your spirit, oh God. Give us your spirit, oh God. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. Give me your spirit, Lord. Give me your spirit, Lord. Fill me with the Holy Spirit. Fill me with the Holy Spirit, Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. Fill me with your spirit. Fill me with your spirit. Fill me with your spirit. 
fill me with your spirit, O God. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Fill me with your spirit, Lord. Nam Father, thank you for everybody under the sound of my voice. Thank you for the presence of the Holy Spirit upon each and yes, every one Jesus. of them. As we come before your word, Holy Spirit, speak to us in a way that will understand. Minister to each and every one of us here in the name of Jesus. We thank you and bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Please put your hands together and you may be seated. What a blessing. Before I share the word of God with you, I just want to tell you something also quickly. Throughout the time I'm preaching, I want you to concentrate on the word of God. That's why the pastor said, put away your phones. And some of you will say, well, I want to write this. I want to write. If you don't understand, even if you write, it won't help you. Because at the end, you have notes. But you don't. that's how come a lot of us struggle with the courses we do. We are just busy to write the notes instead of understanding what the lecturer is telling us. Do you get it? You don't understand titration, but you are busy writing the notes. How would you titrate? Do you, do you get it? Uh-huh. So, please, listen so you understand. All right? And then also, whatever I'm preaching tonight will be on my podcast. Do you get it? It will be on my, so you just click on my podcast and then it will play again. So, if there's something you wanted to write, you can get it from the podcast. Say amen. amen. If you don't know what the podcast is, just tell your neighbor, please, after church, hook me up. Okay, and your neighbor will hook you up. How many of you don't know the podcast? Just give me a wave. You don't know it. There's nothing wrong. About half of you don't know it. Okay. Where are you, Lord? Hook it up, ne? Uh-huh. Just, your neighbor will hook you up. Don't be shy. Maybe you didn't want to wave. So you just tell your neighbor after that, you know, when he said we should lift our hands, I couldn't remember which part of my body was my hand, so I didn't lift it up, but hook me up. Okay, that's all. Amen. Amen. Romans chapter 13. I'm continuing on my study of Anna and relationships. All right? Anna and relationships. Or Anna relationships. Okay? In Romans chapter 13, the Bible says that Therefore, render therefore, or give therefore to all their due. Tribute to whom tribute is due. Custom to whom custom, fear to whom fear, and honor to whom honor is due. Amen. So the Bible tells us that we must honor people who deserve to be honored. That's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about. And when you honor somebody, or when you honor somebody who deserves to be honored, it gives life to the relationship you have with the person. It makes the relationship come alive. It makes you benefit what you must benefit. As your pastor, if you honor me, I'm able to pastor you well. Yeah, if you don't honor me, I just move away. Because, by the way, you are not the only person I have to pastor. So I go and pastor the one who wants me to pastor them. Amen. I just move forward. I just move forward. Do you see? Because without your honor, there's no... I can't correct you. 
I can't direct you, I can't instruct you, I can't guide you. Because in your eyes, I'm nobody. So nobody, why would nobody guide you as somebody? In Tombi, since you are a big somebody and I am a small nobody, how can I guide you? But if in your eyes I'm a somebody, then I can tell you that, oh, you know something, this thing, let's try this. Even the confidence to tell you. Hallelujah. Say amen. Amen. So any relationship that you honor, if the relationship comes alive. And last week I told you to honor means to esteem somebody highly. Okay? To to honor somebody means to esteem a person. It also means to regard the person highly. To think that this is a very high person. This is a great person that I have been blessed with. To regard somebody highly. To respect somebody. To admire someone. And it also means to value somebody greatly. Amen. Amen. That you value the person greatly. Hallelujah. Any guy who's serious about you will value you greatly by going to pay Logola for you. When he doesn't value you, he just chow you till you are, the bones are rotten and then moves on. Amen. Like chewing gum. And he will not even keep the wrapper. So that when he's even throwing you away, he packages you nicely. There's something I wanted to say by Sunday morning, so I can't say it. <laughs> I wish I didn't have a mic, I would have said it. It's on my list. It's just here. It's just here. It's just here. Just remind me after church that you were talking about the rapper. Okay, then I will tell you. <laughs> Amen. Yeah. And I said, there are seven different relationships that we have that needs honor. Other relationships, if you honor them, great. If you don't, you won't lose anything. But these ones, if you don't, you lose so much. And we talked about honoring God. The first person you must honor in your life is God. And God told us in 1 Samuel 3.20 that he was talking to Eli. He said, anyone who honors me, I honor the person. Anyone who despises me, I despise the person. Because Eli was despising God. He was regarding his children more than he was regarding God. And what was his children doing? They were sleeping with the girls in the church. Sleeping with girls in the church, it didn't start in our time. It's, from, it's a sin from, in every church there will be people like that. It's from the Bible. Yeah. It's from the Bible. And girls who allow themselves to be slept with rampantly and all over the place, they are also from the Bible. They will, some of them will always be in the church. Just as they are thieves in the church. Because in the Bible, they were thieves. Amen. Somebody say a nicer amen. And instead of Eli stopping his children, he didn't. So God said, you know, Mr. Eli, it looks like you don't respect me. I'll also not respect you. When you don't respect God, God doesn't respect you. God doesn't respect you. Say amen. When you don't respect God, God also doesn't respect you. Hallelujah. So I talked extensively about honoring God. I don't want to go into it today else. We can't talk about what we wanted to talk to. But I'm saying that honor God in your relationship with God. Honor God. Honor God with your time. Honor God with your money. Honor God with even your, your attention. We talked about, are you not the group we talked about when somebody loves you? Signs of love. You say your eyes light up. Are you the same? Is it the same group? 
Yeah, when you honor God, your, your eyes light up when it comes. You become excited to go. David said, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go to the house of the Lord. I was happy when they said it unto me. Let us go to the house of the Lord. We good? All right. Let us, he was excited. Some of you, to come to the house. Like I said, I don't want to go into honoring God. It will take us on a life's journey. But let's talk about Anna Jesus. The next relationship you must Anna is honoring Jesus. Amen. Your relationship, who is Jesus? Jesus is your Lord and personal Savior. He came to die to save us from our sins. Matthew chapter 1 verse 21, the Bible says, And his name shall be called Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. Jesus is the one who shed his blood to save us. And our relationship with him must be one that we honor. It means we esteem him highly. We value him greatly. We admire him. We respect him. Amen. You must honor that relationship. If you honor your relationship with Jesus, it gives life to it. It brings that relationship alive. Say amen. amen. Say another amen. amen. Yeah, it brings the relationship alive. Honoring Jesus is very important. Jesus is concerned about it. He's very, very concerned about it. It's important to him. Even me as a human being, it's important to me whether you honor me or not. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't take my relationship with you is based on how much you honor me. Yeah. How much you respect me. Because I'm not your, your, your age mate. Do you, do you get it? I'm not your age mate. So, like, I'm not. Yes, you know the way it is. Uh-huh. I'm your pastor. I may be your friend, but I'm also your pastor. I may be your friend. I try to be friends with all my, my members. That's why I can send you a message and say, I miss you. You are my friend. Why wouldn't I miss you? It's your friend that you miss, not your enemy. Yeah. Do you see? But it doesn't mean that. When I was doing 101, you, you were not even in, you were, some of you were not born. When I was doing a course, uh, this 101 or 203, you were not even born. I was talking to somebody today. The person was mentioning dates, 2016. I said, I was saying in my head, hey, this person, 2016, I was already 40 something. <laughs> yeah. No, seriously. You are surprised. It's true. I'll give you my ID, you check and see. Yeah, it's okay. 2005. 2005, I was already a father. Married with children. You were now, where were you born? Chris, do you, do you get it? So my relationship, although I am your friend, Impo, although I am your friend, I'm also your pastor. So when you honor me, then I can feel free and be your friend past- properly and be your pastor properly. Amen. Say amen. amen. Jesus is also concerned about it. After everything he has done for you, he's concerned about how much honor you give to him. How do you honor Jesus? Let's look at it quickly. How do you honor Jesus? Number one, you honor Jesus by honoring the person he has sent to you. That's the first thing. You honor Jesus by honoring the one he has sent to you. Luke chapter 10, reading from verse number 16, says, He that heareth you, heareth me. He was sending out his disciples. And he said, anyone who hears you, hears me. Anyone who listens to you is listening to me. 
And he that despises you despises me. He says, anyone who hears you hears me. Anyone who gives you attention, anyone who acknowledges you, anyone who listens to you is listening to me. And anyone who despises, instead of saying anyone who doesn't listen to you, he uses the word anyone who despises you or anyone who dishonors you. It means when you hear the people that Jesus has sent to you, you are honoring them and then you are honoring Jesus himself. Yeah. He says, anyone who despises, and he says, anyone who despises me, Jesus, is despising God who sent me. That, that's the scripture. And he that despises me by despising you that I have sent is despising the one who sent me. So he says, when you hear the person that God has sent into your life, or the person that Jesus has sent to you, you are honoring Jesus. Yeah. I am the one that Jesus has sent to you. Yeah. Hey, Pastor, I thought, I thought it, it, it was Tabon Becky that God has sent to me, uh, uh, Nelson Mandela. No, I am the one who has, Jesus has sent to you. How many times did Nelson Mandela read the Bible to you? How many times did Mr. Mr. Becky read the Bible to you? I am the one that Jesus has sent to you. you see, one day Jesus was walking with the children of Israel and then as they were there, they, he said to them, until you say, blessed is he who comes in the name. As you are looking at me as a human being walking, among, until you are able to see, blessed is he that is coming in the name. You will never see the glory of God. God has glory he wants to show. Not that I have glory I want to show to you. God has glory he wants to bring into your life. But the key to exercising and accessing that glory is to say, blessed, to be able to say, this one God has sent him to us and it's a blessing. It's a blessing. It's a blessing. So when I preach and you don't hear, I don't mean you don't listen. Or it doesn't go into your ear. Because as for hearing, you know, I mean, I, I move, I see them playing music. I used to live in London many years ago. That was the time when Asha Raymond released that song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pana, pana. I'm, I'm not into this type of music. But everywhere you pass in, in London, the song in the train is playing, in the bus is playing, at work is everywhere. By the time, by a short time, I knew how to sing the whole song. Because it's playing everywhere. I wasn't even planning to. I mean, it's like every time, everywhere I go to, you sit in the train. Peace out. Pana, pana, ki, pana, pana, hey. You enter even into your house, you hear it playing. Peace out. <laughs> yeah. Not the song, I mean, yeah. So as for hearing, you can hear, but are you using it in your life? Are you applying it to yourself? When you apply, Jesus said, ah, you have listened to the one who sent me to you. You have have heard it. So when you despise the people who have been sent to you, when you despise the people who have been sent to you, then you are despising Jesus. Hallelujah. You are just despising Jesus. Number two, second way, number two way, of, of honoring Jesus. When you honor Christians, you honor Jesus. Anyone who honors Christians is honoring Jesus. 
Sit down, I've almost finished preaching. Nothing is going to bend. Okay, I've almost finished preaching. Amen. Amen. When you honor Christians, you are honoring Jesus. When you honor Christians, you are honoring Jesus. Make time for God, God will make time for you. It's as simple as that. I wish I could softly, I could lower it for you. But it is it. When you honor Christians, when you do anything, you, you see, as we are here, we are all a Christian family. What you do for this girl, you are doing it for Jesus. What you do for this girl, you are doing What you do for this guy, what, anything you do for, you are doing it to Jesus. Because without Jesus, we won't be here together right now. No, there's no way. Look at a scripture in the Bible. I want to read it to you. Matthew 25. This is where Jesus said, I was in prison. You didn't visit me. I was sick. You didn't visit me. I was, I was naked. You didn't clothe me. I was hungry. You didn't feed me. Then they asked Jesus, when were you hungry that we didn't feed you? When were you naked that we didn't clothe you? When were you in prison? What crime did you commit to be sent to prison? Jesus, what did you do? And we didn't visit you. Then Jesus said, Jesus answered them and said in verse 40, he said, and the king shall answer and say unto them, Verily I say unto you, in, so, in as much as you have done it unto one of the least of my brethren, you have done it unto me. Jesus said, oh, you don't remember when I was hungry, but you remember when that girl was sitting by you and she was hungry and you didn't give her anything. That was the chance to do it for me and you didn't do it. If you did, you said, oh, do you remember when that girl was sick and you went to visit her? You were actually visiting me. That thing you were doing, you were doing it to me. You thought you were doing it to your friend. You thought you were doing it to somebody you know from church, but you were actually doing it unto Jesus. Unto Jesus. Unto Jesus. You were doing it unto Jesus. There was a guy in the Bible called Saul. He was busy killing Christians. Acts chapter 9. He was busy killing Christians. And he thought he was just killing Christians. Until one day Jesus met him. Bible says, and Saul yet breathing out threatenings and slaughter against the disciples of the Lord. Against the members of the Lord. Are you, can you see it clearly? Against the disciples and, the, and went unto the high priest. Next verse. And desired of him letters to Damascus. To the synagogue. So he was going to the church. He asked the high priest for letters to the church in Damascus. And that if he found any of this way, whether they were men or women, he wasn't even discriminating, men or women. Usually in war, they spare women and children. So this guy here, look, men, women, all dead. He might bring them bound to Jerusalem. That's what, this was his life. Killing people. And punishing and slaughtering people. As he journeyed, he came near Damascus. And and suddenly there shined round about him a light from heaven. This is the guy who was killing Christians. He had a letter to go. So imagine this morning as we are in church. He has a letter. He's coming here to come and attack us as a church. Verse 5. Verse 4. And he fell to the earth. 
When the light shone, he felt and heard a voice saying, Saul, Saul, why persecuted thou me? Why are you troubling me? So he felt and he heard a loud voice saying, Saul, why are you troubling me? Why are you worrying me? Next verse. Then he said, who art thou, Lord? Who are you that I'm worried? Because I don't, I, I'm not worrying anybody on iCloud. I'm not worrying anybody in the air. Why, who are you? Then the said, I am Jesus, who you are persecuting, who you are killing. I am Jesus. It is me, Jesus, that you are killing. He said, that's the person you are persecuting. That's the person you are, you are working against. Anything we do against church members, against the church, we are doing it against Jesus. The next way to honor Jesus is to honor the church. The church, he calls the church the, his body, his bride. Imagine you are going to marry a bride and you see somebody attacking the bride. Yeah, the church is Jesus' bride. It's Jesus' bride. But today, even Christians, you can attack other church. I know you don't attack this church because this is your church, but you can attack another church. That church is also a bride of Jesus Christ. I said that church is also a bride of Jesus. I mean, I don't have anything to anything bad to say about any church. Whatever they are doing, Charlie, even me, I've not finished doing my church. Why should I be worried about somebody's church? Hey! So some of you, you don't say, I know, I know. I mean, if I look at the way your lips are, and this, you will never say anything bad about this church. I mean, this church that we say, God is fighting for us. We are always happy. You never say anything bad about this church. But you are able to say something bad about Methodists. You are able to say something. Wesley, Methodist is Wesley. Wesley, you are able to say something about Anglican. You are able to say something about Eroma and all these people. Look, if Shembe, if Shembe is having a meeting under a tree, what has it got to do with you? Allow Shembe wants fresh air. And Shembe is under a tree. Allow Shembe to be under their tree. The tree is not for you. You are not a Shembe. What has it got to do with you? If Shembe, who are the people with the star? Yeah, if they want to wear a star, look, why are you jealous? You to wear a moon. Wear a moon. Wear a moon. But don't criticize their star. You had a chance to wear a star. You didn't wear a star. They are wearing their star. What has it got to do with you? What has it got to do with you? Who are the people wear the green? Is it the same star people? No, they are different. Yes, they want to wear green. You want to wear yellow. What's the problem? Have you heard them criticizing you for wearing yellow? So why are you criticizing their green? And who are the people who wear white? Another type. Hey, the people are a lot. The ones who put stones on the pitch. Yeah. If they have put their stones and they have painted their stones white, if it, why don't you also take your stone and paint it? Why are you criticizing them? But some of us have sharp mouths. Sharp mouths. It's like babies with teeth. You don't babies with teeth. You don't breastfeed them. You don't because their teeth are sharp. They've bitten something that they shouldn't bite. Yeah. No, 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 no. Sharp teeth. And some of you are like that. Your teeth, your teeth are razor sharp. Razor sharp. You can bite Christians. 
you can bite pastors. You can bite churches. And Jesus said, this thing you are doing, you think that you are doing against the pastor, you are actually doing it against me. That's, I'm the one you are, you are fighting. I am the one you are fighting. Meanwhile, you say you honor. If I ask you, do you honor Jesus? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. And God too, he's not a fool. Because Jesus is some, somebody we can't see. Everybody you ask, they will say yes. So God will give you something on earth to do, to show that you honor. That's it. Anna, 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 the one he has sent. Anna, Christians. Anna, the church. Then I know that you honor me. I know that you honor me. From today, have reverence and respect for your relationship with Jesus. And honor the things he's asking us to honor. Number two. Honor the Holy Spirit. I finish with this one. Honor the Holy Spirit. That's the third relationship you must honor. The first relationship is God. Your relationship with God. And it will come alive. The next relationship is your relationship with Jesus. With Jesus. Then the third one is your relationship with the Holy Spirit. Amen. When you honor your relationship with the Holy Spirit, it comes alive. The Holy Spirit comes alive. Anna gives life to every relationship. Hallelujah. It gives life to it. I read from the Bible. How do you honor the Holy Spirit? You don't touch anointed things. You don't touch things that are filled with the Holy Spirit. Let me make it quick and short for you. You don't touch things that are filled with the Holy Spirit. In Psalm 105, verse 15, the Bible tell, say, David says that. Touch not my anointed and do my prophets no harm. Touch not my anointed and do my prophets no harm. Which means anybody who is anointed with the presence of God, don't touch him. Don't do him any harm. That's how you honor the, you, the, It's not even because of the person, but because of the Holy Spirit upon the person. Because of the Holy Spirit. You see, this guy David who wrote this scripture, he was living in a time of a certain king. Now, this king was anointed to be king. But he had become a very bad king. He even wanted to kill this David guy. He had attempted many times to kill this David guy. But the David guy said, look, I can't kill him. I cannot. He had a chance to kill him. He said, no. Why? He said, the anointing, the Holy Spirit is upon you. You don't kill people who have the Holy Spirit. You don't attack them. He said, no, never. He would die. He would die. Maybe a snake will bite him one day. He lies sleeping in bush. So a snake will bite him one day, he will die, or a lion will eat him, or he will go to war one day, somebody will kill him, or something. But that me, I should be the one to kill him. No. I don't kill anointed people. I don't attack anointed people. That's how you honor the Holy Spirit. And you say, I'm doing this because the Holy Spirit is upon me. Amen. Because the Holy Spirit is upon me. Even this David guy, one day, when this Saul guy died, they were at war. And then somebody shot him. 
and he, he was dying. Then somebody who was there who saw it came to tell David. He came to report the issue to David. And he said, oh, Saul has died. And he was smiling. He was happy. He even went to the point of saying he killed him. The David guy said, ah, you killed an anointed person? Kill him. You must die. He said, no, no, no. Romeo must die today. No, no, no. I'm sorry, but Romeo must die. Yeah, I must kill him today. Do you know why he killed the guy? He killed the guy because the guy said he has killed. He said, you killed him as though he was not anointed. As though he was never anointed. As though he never had the presence of God upon him. As though he never had the Holy Spirit upon him. Oh, if you are able to kill anointed people, you don't deserve to live. And he killed that guy. Now, in our time, many of us, oh, but pastor me, I don't kill anybody. I mean, I don't, apart from one abortion that I did uh, many years ago. Uh, that abortion, they were twins. So you have killed two people. Anyway, let's go on. But apart from that, that one, it wasn't, uh, I didn't, you know. Uh-huh. But I don't kill. Some of you kill people with your lips. At this your age, 18 and a half, you can, you can talk about pastors. People who are anointed. You are not even 21 yet. We don't even know if you will get there. But you can talk how you can tell. Have you heard? They say a pastor has uh, this. Then you start. Eh, hmm. Nowadays, these pastors who have come. Hmm, all pastors are skeletons. Eh, eh, hey, how do you know? How do you know? How much evidence do you have? I learned from being a young boy. Don't talk about pastors. Say, pastor, I just say, this one is above my security clearance. I can't talk about it. I just pack myself away. Why? Because the Holy Spirit is upon them. The Holy Spirit. Don't talk about things that have the Holy Spirit upon it. That's how you honor them. That's how, to, I said to honor means to show respect. So that's how you show respect to the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Sharp teeth children. I'm training you to... Me- I mean, some of you have... When we get to honor your parents, oh, I'll rip you apart. Oh, I mean, that they wear a seatbelt because... I mean, wear a seatbelt. No, when you are coming, brace yourself. If you usually wear a vest, wear two. Yeah, 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 because I'll rip you apart. Yeah, and wear a vest, because a bulletproof vest, because I'll tear you into pieces. Yeah, sharp-teeth children. I, a, 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 a young lady, she was arguing with her mother, then she took her mother's wig, and she used it to smack her mother. Yeah, and her mother said, you will sell beans. Do you understand you will sell beans? It means you become a bean seller. She did law. She did law. She, she, she's a lawyer. Today, as I speak to you, she sells beans. Yeah. She sells beans. I said, she, she, she said, is it? <laughs> and, and where I come from, when they say you will sell beans, it means you will sell beans. But it also means that you will do the lowest job. That's actually what, I mean, you will sell something that is useless. 
No, no, not at a commercial rate. They say, you say, oh, so she's exporting beans. Oh, her beans. No, 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 no. When they say you will sell beans, it means that you, you, you will work at something that is useless. The harder you work, the less profitable it is. Today, as I talk to you, she sells beans. So sharp teeth children. Sharp teeth children. Watch your mouth. Watch your mouth. I said, watch what? Yeah. And my mother, she thinks she knows everything, but she doesn't know. What do you know? 18. Your mother is 47. She has lived 29 years more than you have lived. She doesn't know. She didn't go to university. That's true. But she has seen life twice over the life you have seen. In fact, she's what she is because of her mistakes. And you are one of them. Yeah, that's why I said when I get to parents, brace yourself. Wear a helmet. Yeah, wear a helmet because I'll rip you into pieces. I mean, you will not be. You you will be surprised. You are one of them. She dropped. She was going to university. Then you happened. Then you happened. The same thing you are using to say that you are better than her. You are the cause of it. She gave it up for you. She gave it up for you. And me, I'm very slender. Look at my mother. Her hair is there. Her hair is over here. She, you are the cause. Look at the size of your head. After you have existed, do you think anybody will be the same again? Look at no. Even at this your age, your body is now growing to even up with your head. Even at this time. At this your age. Because most children come, their head is, and then after six months, you see that it is balanced. That's why they can't walk from the beginning. <laughs> it's balancing. But at the thank you. At this your age, it's still, we are not sure. Yeah, any group you join, they want to make you the headmaster. You, you, you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Clap your hands for Jesus. Clap your hands for Jesus. Watch the things you say. Watch the things you say. Watch the things you say. What, especially when you are dealing with things that have the Holy Spirit. That's how you honor the Holy Spirit. May we be a church that honors God. Honors Jesus. Honors the Holy Spirit. Our relationship with him will come alive come alive. It will come alive. And when I say it come, I mean it, it will do what it must do in your life. Yeah, it will do what it must do in your life. Number four, I just mentioned this one and then I close. The fourth person to honor is your prophet. It's your prophet. It's your prophet. Who is your prophet? Your prophet is somebody that God has sent to you to tell you the mind of God. To tell you the mind of God. To tell you the mind of God. Anyone that God has sent to you to tell you the mind of God. Not Anna, a prophet. I say Anna, your prophet. Anna what? Not every prophet is your prophet. You go on TV, you see a prophet, prophet, I say that's. No, I'm not talking about that one. Not every, I mean, just as not every car outside is your car. Not every woman at the mall is your mother. Or not every mother 
is your mother. They are mothers, all right, but they are not your mother. I'm talking about your prophet. Your prophet. Your, your prophet, the one that God has sent to you. Honor them. When you honor them, the anointing that is upon the person's life will start to work in your life. Next week, we look into it deeply, and I believe that you will be blessed. Stand to your feet. Let's bring the service to a close. The sharp teeth children are not clapping. I got you. I got you. Now everybody is clapping, including the sharp teeth children. <laughs> Clap your hands for Jesus one more time. Lift your hands and let us pray. Everybody lift your hand up. Every single person lift your hand up. Father, lift both hands, okay? Lift both of them. Father, thank you for every hand that is lifted up. I pray, give each of us the grace, the help, the ability to honor you, to honor Jesus, to honor your spirit in the name of Jesus. That these relationships will come to life, will come to life, will come to life in our lives. In the name of Jesus. Let no one under the sound of my voice be a dishonorable child. A child who dishonest, a spiteful child of yours, Lord. In the name of Jesus. When we call, hear us. Because we, we, we listen to you. Respect us because we respect you. Honor us for we honor you. In the name of Jesus. We give you praise and glory. In Jesus' mighty name. And everybody said, Amen. amen. Oh, say a nicer amen. amen. Wow. Let me pray with you. Put your hand down, please. Put your hand down. Let me pray with you. I want to give you an opportunity to ask Jesus to come into your heart, to be your Lord and be your Savior. Bible says, God so loved the world. He gave his only begotten son that anyone who will believe in him should not perish, but should have everlasting life. So you are here this morning. You have never asked Jesus to come into your heart to be your Lord and your Savior. What it means is that if you die, you will go to hell. And this is not me judging you. It's, I'm telling you the truth. Anyone who has not accepted Jesus as their Lord and their Savior, when they die, they go to hell. God has made a special place for them called hell. And anyone who has asked Jesus to come into their heart to be their savior, God has made a place for them called heaven. Do you get it? You have to choose it. So you can judge yourself, I want to go to hell or I want to go to heaven. But as for God, he's giving you the option. And today I'm presenting that option to you. And I'm encouraging you that choose Jesus so that when you die, choose to place your faith in Jesus so that when you die, you will make it to heaven. I want to pray with you. If you are here, like I want to say, Pastor, please pray with me. I want Jesus to come into my heart to be my Lord and my Savior. Every eye close, please, as I pray this prayer. Everybody close your eyes. Close your eyes. Everybody close your eyes. Give, give privacy to everyone. Okay? Close your eyes as we pray this prayer. With every eye closed and every head bowed, you want to say, Pastor, please pray with me. I don't want to go to hell when I die. I want Jesus to come into my heart to be my Lord and be my savior. If you are here like that, with your eye closed, I want you to lift your right hand quietly. 
Don't disturb your neighbor. Just lift your right hand quietly. I'll pray with you. Pastor, close your eyes. You don't need to look around. Just as you want privacy, you also give your neighbor privacy. Okay? Lift up your right hand. Pastor, please pray with me. I want Jesus to be the Lord of my life. Lift your right hand. Lift it high above your head. Lift it. I want to pray with you. Lift it high above your head. Don't be shy. Lift it up high above your head. High above your head. Pastor, please pray with me. I want Jesus to be the Lord of my life. I want Jesus to come into my heart and be my Savior and be my Lord. Pray with me. If your hand is up, it's a good thing. I want to pray with you. I want you to come to me. I'll pray with you. Lift it up your hand. Come to me. Come to me. I'll pray with you. Come to me. I'll pray with you. My sister over there, come to me. Come, both of you, come. I'll pray with you. Don't be shy. Come. I mean you. Come to me. I'll pray with you. Come. Come out. Don't be shy. Don't be shy. You, you have made the best decision of your life. I'll pray with you. Pastor, pray with me. I want Jesus to be the Lord of my life. I want Jesus to be the Lord. Let me tell you a secret. Okay, don't tell anyone. Come, come together. This like we are playing basketball. You see the people behind you. Last week, they did the same thing. So they are sitting there, standing there, behaving like they are angels. They're just like you and I. Do you get it? So don't be shy. Don't feel, oh, no, no. At all. Alright? Now, uh -huh, back to the rest of all of us. Let's pray this prayer. This prayer is going to ensure that your name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life. When you die, you go to heaven. Okay? Pray this prayer with me. Say, Dear Lord Jesus, I accept that I'm a sinner. Please forgive me of all my sins. I believe that you died for me and you rose again. I confess that Jesus is the Lord of my life. Thank you, Jesus, for dying to save me. Amen. Well, this is a, it's as simple as that. Just believe in the prayer you have prayed. What's your name? Bongeka. What's your name? Yolanda. What's your name? Luazi. Your names have been written in the book of life. This is my favorite part of the service. When people decide to let go of Satan and choose Jesus. Alright? After the service, um, somebody will come and speak to you just shortly and then you will go home. Alright? God bless you so much. Please go back to your seat. Lift your hands, let's pray finally. Father, thank you for every hand that is lifted. You are here, you have a problem, you have a need, you have something you want God to do for you. This is your chance to pray about it. I want to give us all a minute to pray. I don't know, it may be financial, it may be academic, it may be emotional, it may be spiritual, it may be any, whatever it is that you need from God, you need help with. I want you to pray right now and ask God to do it in your life. Just pray. Like I said, remember, prayer is not meditation. It's opening your mouth to say it. Jesus said, ask and you will receive. So we want to activate this thing. Pray and ask right now. Lord, help me. Help me with my Christian life. Lord, help me with my finances. Help me with my academic life. Lord, help me with my... Maybe your problem has to do with your family. Pray about it right now as we bring the service to a close. Maybe it's your health. You need healing in any part of your body. 
I want you to pray for it right now. Lord, let your healing power hit this place now in the name of Jesus. In the name of, maybe it's a complex problem. Maybe even has to do with a relationship. Pray about it right now. Maybe it's a complicated, you don't even know how to explain it to God. Just say, God, you know this problem. You know this problem concerning me and, and Jim. Help me with it. Help me with it, Lord. Help me with it. Help me with it. God is here to help us. God is fighting for us. He's here to help us in the name of Jesus. 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 Oh God, help your children. Make a way for them. Provide for them. Provide a route of escape for them. Anyone who is caught in a trap, in a complex situation, provide a route of escape for them, Lord. Deliver them, Lord, in the name of Jesus. I break satanic holds right now in the name of Jesus. If you are here, you are bound by any devil, by any spirit. I break it now in the name of Jesus. I bring an end to nightmares, to bad dreams in the mighty name of Jesus. I bring it to a close now in the name of Jesus. Today is the last time you will have this dream again. It comes to an end. Every demon that pursues you, every demon that chases you, I chase that demon with the blood of Jesus. Be set free. Be set free. Be set free. Maybe you are here, you are struggling with a sin with a sin you've tried to stop you try to stop over and over and again but you seem to be going back to it receive the power of god to be free to be free to be free to be free i break the chain of the devil now in the name of jesus in the name of jesus in the name of jesus receive victory Receive victory over the devil in the mighty name of Jesus. 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 Father, thank you for every hand that is lifted up. Please, if you need help, this prayer applies to you. Lift up your hands. Father, thank you for every hand that is lifted up. Lord, make contact with every life in the name of Jesus. Visit us. Visit our families. Bring healing to us. Bring breakthroughs to us. Open doors of opportunity. Doors of employment for us in the name of Jesus. I pray every health problem. Lord, you are the master healer. Let the healing balm of Gilead reach your people now in the name of Jesus. I pray every academic problem. Lord, bring a solution. Bring excellence. Bring advancement. Bring improvement in the mighty name of Jesus. Let everybody here take a step forward. Move forward in their lives in the mighty name of Jesus. Let this year not be a waste of time. May it be a year of progress. May people stay us is changed, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus, by the power of the Holy Ghost, uh, let it come to pass, uh, in the mighty name of Jesus, uh, I speak into financial situations, uh, Lord, bring breakthroughs, uh, bring direction, bring doors to move us forward, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus, uh, Lord, visit families, uh, and bring peace into families, uh, in the mighty name of Jesus, uh, I break every demonic hold, uh, in the mighty name of Jesus, uh, every evil spirit and every demon that wrestles with your children I cast it today in the name of Jesus your word declares if the sun shall set you free you shall be free indeed let your children enjoy freedom and liberty and victory in the name of Jesus Lord I pray help with every Christian life anyone who's struggling with sin Lord give us strength to overcome in the mighty name of Jesus I breathe
break the back of sin right now in the name of Jesus let your children be free to serve you to love you to worship you to enjoy your presence in the name of Jesus Satan you are defeated now in the name of Jesus I pray anybody under a strong delusion and deception I pray bring clarity mighty spirit of God bring clarity to each and every one of them in the mighty name of Jesus may you be blessed beyond the curse I break every curse that is upon any life here now in the name of Jesus your word declares that a curse costless shall not happen Lord any curse that has a cause Lord we atone for it by the blood of Jesus set your children free now in the name of Jesus superimpose a blessing upon a case in the mighty name of Jesus we thank you we bless you in Jesus mighty name and everybody said amen you may be seated in the presence of God oh God has delivered us by this prayer deliverance has come to your house deliverance has come to your life by this prayer Somebody has just been delivered from an accident by this prayer. Just by this prayer, God has delivered you. Yeah. Hallelujah. Are you blessed you came to church? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm blessed I came to church. I've enjoyed being in church. Church is not over, but I've enjoyed it. Yeah. Hallelujah. Thank you for joining us. We believe you have been blessed by this life-transforming message by Bishop Daniel Harley. For more information, contact us at 204 Peter Kirchhoff Street, Peter Maritzburg, or call 083-773-1605. God richly bless you.